This is Nebraska Farmcast from the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And on this special episode, we have a recap of a webinar held on June 17th, 2021, that looks at a new University of Nebraska-Lincoln report on the economic impact of dairy processing expansion in Nebraska. And to recap the webinar, we are about to hear from Elliot Dennis, Assistant Professor of Livestock Economics, Eric Thompson, the Carl H. Nelson Associate Professor of Economics and Director of the Bureau of Business Research, and Ellie Forrell, an undergraduate research assistant. They'll be discussing what was presented in their full webinar, which you can view on our farm and ranch management website at farm.unl.edu. Here's Dr. Elliot Dennis. Okay, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, My name is Elliot Dennis. Uh, assistant professor and livestock economist in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm joined today by uh, Dr. Eric Thompson, Carl H. Nelson, Associate Professor of Economics and Director of the Bureau of Business Research at UNL, and also by L.A. Forrell, an undergraduate research student in the Department of Economics and the Business of Bureau Research Fellow joined uh, today and we're going to be talking about some of the findings that are coming out in a new report uh, entitled The Economic Impact of Expanding the Dairy Processing Industry in Nebraska. We're uh, the three of us plus Spencer Cook and another undergraduate research student in the Department of Economics and also a business of uh, Bureau Research Fellow where we looked at differing uh, plant sizes and uh, different locations. Uh, to begin, Dr. Thompson, why don't you give us a broad overview of what the report was and what you hope to accomplish with the report? Well, uh, we wanted, uh, well, there would be a challenge uh, for Nebraska or uh, any state that's building up its uh, dairy processing industry uh, to attract a new processing plant and associated dairies. In other words, to, to build up a whole uh, dairy cluster uh, in order to significantly expand its dairy industry. So uh, given that that's a challenge, we thought it would be useful to give people a sense of what would be the reward if, if, if the state could be successful in attracting such a complex. Um, and so, that was the purpose of our study, was to uh, model the various major types of dairy processing businesses, plants, uh, such as butter, cheese, yogurt, or fluid milk plants. Uh, consider the uh, amount of existing or new dairy activity that would be needed to supply those plants and then uh, determine the overall economic impact in terms of additional economic activity, employment, wages that would be associated with such a cluster development. Um, And we went and did that for the example of three communities, Grand Island, Norfolk, and the Nebraska portion of the Sioux City metropolitan area. But really such a development could occur in many uh, communities within Nebraska uh, at least uh, mid-sized uh, and up communities where there would be a sufficient labor force. Yeah, one of the uh, reasons why uh, Nebraska is potentially being considered for uh, a new or has the potential for an existing or new processing plant is uh, 
has to do with the relative uh, dairy productivity that's in the state. Uh, we showed some of this, the decline in the number of dairy cows, but <clears throat> a sharp increase in the productivity per cow that's been happening really since 1930, as well as an accompanying uh, figure that showed the relative difference in milk fat content and per cow productivity between Nebraska and the U.S. on average. And what we showed that really is that from 2008 onward, Nebraska has been increasing uh, relative to the United States and in 2013 surpassed uh, the U.S. on average. Um, so dairy pro or dairy production as a whole is showing that they can compete on average, which would provide a, uh, a place where not only the processing industry potentially be supported, but also shows that uh, existing dairies that were potentially built would be more competitive on average compared to other locations in the US, effectively reducing uh, costs along the supply chain. Uh, Ellie, you, you also looked at, uh, as a first step, trying to compile uh, similar studies that have that are both available in the private industry and in the public industry and really tried to sh show these reports across uh, different states and how report estimates might have differed take us through some of your findings and what and what you found sure um the biggest finding is that depending a lot of different studies have a lot of different definitions of the dairy industry and what goes into that, um, and that affects their uh, outputs greatly. So a lot of the public studies had a similar definition to ours um, of the dairy industry, uh, which is um, milk produced by cows in the state and then processed by the state. Um, but other studies, particularly in the private industry, had a larger emphasis on the retail activity, which really emphasized uh, the processing impacts in those states. And it was interesting to look at these two studies and see that um, in the public sector where uh, things were kind of weighted more evenly between production and processing, Nebraska was very much competitive and similar to um, some of the biggest dairy states in the country versus in the private sector where processing was more heavily in, uh, influenced. Um, there were much larger differences uh, in the total economic impacts uh, per cow um, in every state. Um, so the takeaway from that was really that the way to grow the dairy industry in any state, particularly in our state, is less so just gaining more dairy cows and perhaps increasing the dairy industry generally. So by getting those clusters of uh, processors and uh, producers. And Dr. Thompson, you uh, mentioned that the, the report was trying to estimate what would the economic impact be for an additional processing uh, capacity plus the associated dairies. Maybe you can tell us briefly about the uh, model that you used to come up with these economic impacts and also highlight some of the key findings uh, and broad takeaways from the report. The economic impact was composed of uh, uh, two components. So the first is what I'll call the direct economic impact. So this would be the employment and economic activity at the processing plant itself. So the four types of dairy processing plants we looked at were cheese, butter, yogurt, and fluid milk plants. 
So the direct impact would include that. It would also include the direct economic activity at the supporting dairies that would supply those plants. Uh, I think in many cases, those would be new dairies, but it could also mean the expansion of existing Nebraska dairies. Um, so the direct impact was the direct activity in the dairy industry. And that was a, quite a large part of the overall economic impact. However, there was also an additional economic impact in these economies called the multiplier impact. And the multiplier impact is the additional business activity that would occur because the dairy processor and dairies were present. Uh, so the way to think about the multiplier impact is imagine that the dairy, it's uh, the dairy processor, a cheese plant, for example, or that the dairies themselves would be purchasing some supplies and services locally, maybe trucking services to uh, truck, truck in the supplies they need or to truck out what they've produced to the market. Uh, or perhaps hiring a local accounting firm to work uh, to be the, the uh, working on the, the financials or a law firm to help with uh, the sort of normal legal issues. So the business itself would be employing uh, some local, uh, some other local businesses. Uh, perhaps the bigger part would be the employees of, say, a cheese plant who would be spending their paychecks throughout the community and supporting all sorts of businesses, banks, retail establishments, restaurants, doctor's offices. Uh, if they're renters, they'd be, you know, if the landlords would benefit, uh, homeowners, uh, construction industry. So uh, those are the multiplier impacts. So we added the direct and multiplier impacts to get the total impacts. Uh, the total impact did vary a great deal depending on the type of processing plant and the size of the facility attracted. Uh, so in, in the extreme, in the case of a butter facility, butter facilities and cheese facilities tended to have the largest impacts, in part because they would need the most dairy activity to support them. Uh, the, the, uh, a large butter plant in Grand Island, which is the city where the impacts were largest, uh, could have a $1.7 billion annual impact on the economy and support over 2,000 jobs. Uh, however, uh, 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 a fluid milk plant, uh, a yogurt plant, uh, rather would have an overall economic impact, including the multiplier impact of uh, uh, several hundred million dollars per year and support uh, five, 600 jobs in the local community. So. It, it did vary by the size of plant, by the particular product. Uh, didn't vary too much by the community. So communities throughout Nebraska could benefit a great deal from this. Um, uh, but I think the overall story is that uh, there, there's substantial potential for the state to match the challenge in attracting such a cluster uh, to our state. Yeah, and these, uh, as you mentioned, the Additional processing would require uh, additional dairies to be built, which would then have a, an impact on the additional feed required to be produced or shipped into the state. And uh, we, uh, we did estimate what the total feed expenditure would be uh, given certain assumptions um, and also what the resulting, uh, so both feed quantity and feed expenditure uh, and really what we took was a simplistic uh, ration approach that included a share of hay 
haylage, corn, corn silage, and soybean meal. Um, or you can think of soybean meal equivalents, so proxying for protein. And we showed that, uh, that because of the additional dairies, uh, plants that required more existing dairies are going to have a larger impact on the feed requirements. So once again, the butter and the cheese plant are going to have the largest impact on the total feed resources required to support the dairies, which would then go to support the, uh, those types of plants. Um, also just want to mention that as with every report, there are assumptions, things that we felt like were outside the scope or uh, complicated the estimations. We provide a list of those. Some of those things just to highlight could include such, we didn't include construction costs because those were really one-time costs and we are focused on long run annual impacts. And we also didn't focus on things such as heifer development or dairy steer finishing that uh, could have additional impacts on um, the communities or the state at large in, in Nebraska. Uh, Dr. Thompson, Ellie, uh, Spencer Cook, and my and myself were uh, the authors on the new report that's going to be released, the economic impact of in, increasing the dairy processing industry in Nebraska. Uh, we also have an, an accompanying webinar that was done as part of the farm and ranch management team in the Department of Agricultural Economics, uh, which, also, which also can be viewed. And we have an accompanying uh, short article that summarizes the primary findings. Uh, Dr. Thompson, Ellie, thank you for joining uh, so much for joining me today and hope that we can do this again. Looking forward to it. Thank you. This has been Nebraska Farmcast a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For decision-making tools, articles, podcasts, videos, and more, visit us online at farm.unl.edu.